Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Celebrity Stage Stories. I am Jerry Strauss, and uh, this is your opportunity, my opportunity, all of our opportunity, really, to uh, to get to know, to get up close and personal with your favorite entertainers from comedy, TV, movies, music, whatever the case may be. Get to know what makes them tick as performers and uh, just talk all about what it is that they do and do so well and why we love them. We've got one of, uh, one of our favorites on this week with us. Uh, and uh, this is going to be a whole lot of fun because he's one of the funniest comedians, one of the funniest people on the planet, quite frankly. Uh, and, of course, he's the host of the Go Big Show Thursday nights on TBS. Burt Kreischer, how are you, man? I am doing great. I am doing great. Good, good, good. Uh, you, there's so much to cover. We're talking about your career. Of course, we're in the midst of this uh, season number two of the Go Big Show as well. I want to go back to your early days just a little bit and uh, pardon me if this feels a little psychoanalytical but um you know people know a lot of people know your history some people don't know your history so some people may be surprised to know that you come from a background of, of going to private school um do you believe looking at it again from just sort of that cliched psychoanalytical perspective do you think that that kind of background kind of pushed you into more of a life of letting loose and you know what we would we would come to know you um your lifestyle in college and beyond and then going into comedy is did all that was all that uh set up from your upbringing do you think well i'll tell you and and i'll go deep on this because i, I think that's an interesting question um i think that i went to a, i went to a very i would i would say a very high-end private school as up until eighth grade. Uh, it was called Berkeley Prep in Tampa, and it was um, it was pretty aggressive. It was high grades. Everyone went to Ivy League schools, and I switched in ninth grade, and I went to an all-boys Catholic high school that was predominantly Cuban in high school, and that, without a doubt, formed my personality. I, I don't think I knew who I was. At Berkeley, I was the star athlete because I was very athletic. I played varsity sports in like eighth grade. I uh, <clears throat> I was I was cool. I, I hung out with older kids. I was testing boundaries. I, I drank. I tried, first tried alcohol in eighth grade, seventh grade maybe. Like I really thought I was a uh, uh, the coolest dude in the world and when i went to an all-boys catholic high school the very first day i saw a dude who was five six punch a guy who was six ten on a stool he got to pull a stool up and punched him and i went this is a different place i learned how to tell stories i learned my value as a dude i learned why people liked me i learned i learned so much about myself and then moving on to college i took the stuff i didn't like about myself i put it to the side and I accentuated the stuff I enjoyed about myself. And what I enjoyed about myself was making people laugh and having a good time. And I, and I, and I, was, and I found that I was really good at it in college. And all these things I had learned in high school about how to be quick and how to be funny and how to tell a story at the lunch table, I kind of blossomed into that in college. And, and once again, I'll tell you, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I got discovered by Rolling Stone magazine. They wrote a six and a half page article about me. And I got... I got christened into stand-up comedy that way. So, you know, yeah, I it, I think I've been very, very, very fortunate. <clears throat> That's awesome. No, you know, talking about your stand-up career, I, I think that, 
in my experience, you talk to stand-up comedians and a lot of them can go one of two ways. Some of them are very passionate and dedicated towards that particular life and that particular craft. And then there's others who, from a very early point in their career, they're really looking at expanding. They're looking at all the different things that they can do to make people laugh and to try to grow their their careers into different directions. We see you now as the host of this Go Big show. Is this something, the type of role that you were envisioning from the beginning, or were you just happy to be on the stage when you started? Uh, well, you know, it's so funny. I had told my, at, at, at a certain point, I'd been working for Travel Channel for a long time, and I told my agents, I was like, I would love to host my, my example was Guy's Minute to Win It. I thought that was the coolest show. And I was like, I would love to host a show like that. Bang out a bunch. Put it up. Everyone enjoys it. You can watch it with your family. It's like good family content. Hmm. And uh, and then I kind of walked away from television altogether. I walked away from television and film and just focused on podcasting. Because podcasting was where I found fans. It's where people discovered me. It was where I was I excelled. I was good on podcasts. And... um. And I had kind of said, I don't want to do television because the money is not, I, I was like, the money's not worth it, in, in my opinion at the time. Yeah. And then they sent me the, the reel to go big show, just the reel of what the stunts and my daughters saw it. And they're like, what is that? We got to watch that. And I was like, you, <laughs> you want to watch that? And they're like, what is it? And I said, it's a show they're asking me to do. And they're like, dad, do it. And let me tell you something. We watch it every Thursday night. We've been watching it, watched it all through the pandemic, ordered Buffalo Wild Wings, watched it, and we make an evening of it. We watch di eat dinner together. We'll get a pizza, and it's, it's a blast. It really is a blast. It, it's awesome. And, you know, you, you look at the description, and, and you might browse through it and think, okay, it's another show with celebrity judges and, like, different people with talents. It feels kind of familiar. But you watch it and you realize it's unlike anything on TV, at least from the way it looks, the way it feels. What are some of the things from the production standpoint, from you being there kind of in the mix of it, that make this show, it, it just feels literally big, bigger than anything else yeah. in the genre? Well, what are some of the things that are done to make it look and feel that way? Well, I think starting that, we shoot it inside the Coliseum in Macon. I mean, we have an entire arena at our disposal mm. to do whatever we want. So we have the hype. I mean, this season, not to give too much away, but we use every corner of that Coliseum, whether we fill it with dirt and we have bring in a bull or we have people jumping from things or flying on a motorcycle through things. I mean, we use every ounce of that Coliseum. And I think the other thing we do that was done out of necessity, but has really been a good thumbprint in our show is we have tailgaters. We throw up a big screen in the in the in the outside, and we invite everyone in Macon to come out and watch. And it it was really fun. The first year we did it, I don't think we knew what to expect. And then this year, man, the community showed up. I mean, there were like, I mean, and then you show up and you go out, and there's and it's just little kids, like like high school kids, going like wanting to get on television, and you know busting your balls like there were there were these girls that were just busting my balls the way my daughters would they were like high school kids and the, and it's just really fun it's really really fun and i think it adds to it i think it's something that we did out of necessity because of the pandemic and now we'll we'll do for the rest of the run of the series very very cool yeah um now we did mention the celebrity judges. You've got almost the same panel as you did in season one. I want to ask you, and I want to hit them quickly one at a time. 
working with these people, it's such a, it's such an odd, it's always an odd mix of people that you put together, but everyone kind of gels together so well. What surprised you about these, each of these people, you know, working up and close and personal with them? What's something that surprised you about them? Um, we'll start with T-Pain, newest judge this year. Uh, just how relatable he is. He is a very, very, for being as big a star and as big in the hip hop community as he is, he is extremely approachable, extremely relatable, and he he's almost like the working man's uh, hip-hop star, if that makes sense. Like, he just, like, he has a lot of interests. He's interested in video games. He's interested in his cars. He took me out and showed me his Jeep, and he showed me that him and his wife put it together to themselves. And you're like, you're like, yeah, and they, like, they built it themselves. Like, they, and, and, and. And it, he's just a very, 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 I mean, you can get in and hang out with him. I mean, you can legit hang out with him for the whole night. And, and not, not everyone, not everyone is that approachable. I am. And I think I really appreciate it in people. Mm -hmm. Cool. How about Jennifer Nettles? I mean, I could go on for hours. Jennifer Nettles <laughs> is Jennifer Nettles it's funny to think that she's a star. I mean, she is a star too. She was just at a run on Broadway. She, she just, I mean, she is a star. And then she'll tell you stuff like, uh, you know, in my hometown, we didn't have no fluoride in the water. So they'd have to come up, man, we'll give you a, a, a thing to gargle with. You got to swish it for 30 seconds. And then you couldn't eat nothing or drink nothing for 30 minutes. That's it. Do you know I had two baby teeth? I mean, Jennifer is just like, is she is, what you'd want every country star to be, and that is like come from come from like come from the south, be from the south, represent the south, and and just I love Jennifer. I really love Jennifer. I I mean, I, I there's Jennifer's like uh, like I, I adore her. Uh, how about Cody Rhodes? I'm not a fan. No, I'm cat. <laughs> watch it now <laughs> cody's my best friend <laughs> cody's my buddy i mean i do i spend most of my time with cody um he we had rooms across the hall from each other last year and uh and i, I i've spent i spend just about every night with cody having a drink having a cigar talking about old school wrestling talking about new wrestling talking about business talking about uh marketing i mean cody is cody is my my buddy like really out of all the people, I'm really close. I'm, I'm genuinely very close with our showrunner, Conrad, and Cody. Those are the two guys. And T-Pain. This year, I spent, a, I spent a great deal of time with T-Pain and his wife. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, Rosario Dawson. Rosario is, I mean, she is, first of all, she is, she is the person I form all my opinions off of. Like, I will go, hey, Rosario uh meritocracy what's that mean to you and she'll be like all right it's a dog whistle for you know she'll give you she's a she knows everything when it comes to politics socially she is like she is like got the best take on everything so whenever i hear anything and i'm learning about something hey rosario critical race theory what do i need to know she's i bounce everything off her and she is so smart so well read so on top of everything that uh and 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 I have to say this and I hate saying this because I don't want to whittle all the great compliments I've down I've said to her 
or to take away from anyone else, but she is so freaking beautiful. I mean, like it is it the, Rosario one time walked through a room and I no no lie. I went, what the, I, I, she caught me off guard. She, and she was in a, she was in a, she, I, she was just in a green. She remembers it. It was, she caught me so off guard. I went, I forgot it was working. I was like, what the fuck? <clears throat> I mean, she is, I, I, it, she is, uh, you know, and that I'm sure she'd say the same thing about me. <laughs> gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Um, yeah, just going back to Cody a second. I, I got to ask you now, you know, you guys, it, you know, you being a wrestling fan, we've seen Rosario on, uh, on his all elite wrestling also on TBS. Now, um, we've seen T-Pay in there last season. We saw Snoop Dogg in the ring. W when are you going to head over there, man? It's, it's your time. Oh, first of all, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have a governor. Okay. So like. Uh, my problem would be I'd go in there and I'd go full tilt and definitely hurt myself. I'd be like, <laughs> wow, got a stinger and I pinched a nerve down my leg. I, I I have no ability to reel in any physicality. As soon as I start getting physical, mm -hmm. I go zero to 100. It's why I got hurt doing my movie. Like I, I just, I couldn't, I can't, I can't go like 50%. And I think when celebrities get in there, they want you to go like, like, hey, we'll just roll you through it. I would go in, I would throw a punch and knock someone out. And then they'd go, they'd come at me and be like, oh, so we're going like that? And I'd be like, uh-oh. I would. <laughs> I'm That's up the, for it, though. It's the kind of viral clip that both sides would benefit from, I think. I think. <laughs> yeah. Put me in against, uh, put me in against, um, about, uh, what's his name? The, the, the pipe, pipe, pipe bomb. CM episode. Punk. Uh, CM Punk. CM Punk. Put me in against CM Punk. You <laughs> signed him, Cody. <clears throat> you heard it here, man. There's a challenge out, and uh, <laughs> this is going to be hitting the internet really fast now. I've got to be bigger than this. him. How, how he's, he's not that big, right? I'm the size of the rock. <laughs> yeah, you may you may have a you may have a leverage advantage if nothing else. Somehow. Let me see if he can lift me up over his head. <laughs> I'll be like Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan in in Detroit. Just yeah. oh, slam, slam. The slam heard around the world. <laughs> um, look, and, and I know you didn't want to give anything away um, as far as what we're still going to see this season. Um, how about give us a little bit of a teaser, a hint on like an upcoming contestant on the show that really caught your eye, something that people are going to go nuts about. Have you seen Anastasia Sin yet? yet? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. And I don't know when this is going to go up versus, I, I don't want to. Anastasia Sin. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. The woman prepared for her act by sitting in a hot bath for three hours. Mm. And when she did her act, no, I don't think anyone spoke. We went like this. It is one of the most, uh, one of the most insane, real things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen a lot. I fought a bear twice. And I'm telling you right now, Anastasia Sin. Oh, I mean, Manu, we, we, we aired Manu last night. Manu 
uh, is the flying Frenchman. He jumps over bulls. Hmm. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think, you know, that's an act that I've, I've, ne I've never seen up front, but I've seen bull fighting. I've seen bull riders. I've seen people work with bulls. Anastasia Sin blew my mind. Awesome. Great, great stuff to look forward to. Um, we're loving it each and every week. And Bert, uh, we know that you are super busy. So we thank you for taking the time, man. It's great to catch oh, up with course. you. And uh, we're excited for the rest of the season. Um, hey, thank you very much, man. It was appreciated. I, I, it was nice to have a long form conversation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Likewise. And thank you guys yeah. for checking it out, of course, here on Celebrity Stage Stories. We appreciate it. Thanks all. Thank you, Thanks, Bert. Bert.